You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America on the free Odyssey app on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate on Sirius XM Channel 158, on smart speakers, on CBSSportsRadio.com. You got a lot of ways to listen. You got a lot of options. And I'm here with you. I'm glad that you're here with us. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Everybody listening all over North America. He's in New York, Shep is. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, waiting for the Super Bowl. They will not let me play. They told me that today. They said, you ain't playing. Just stay your ass over there. And that's what I'm doing. If you want to follow me, it's simple. At JR Sport Brief on all social media. And uh, Shep, you are the good shepherd underscore, correct? That would be correct, sir. Good stuff. Good stuff. And this is halftime of the show. We've been hanging out here with you for two hours. And we have two more hours here before... My microphone gets cut off, but it's just, it's what it is. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific, every single weeknight. And we opened up the show by taking a look at the NFL and the Pro Bowl, which was good. It was fun. It was fine. It seemed that the players had uh, more fun than normal. A matter of fact, listen to Devontae Adams. Devontae took some time out on Sunday to talk about how, yes, it's a, it's a little bit of an adjustment, but it's it's cool doing this version of the Pro Bowl with the flag football in many games. I think the game was the most fun. It was a little bit more competitive than the, the tackle games were. Or to use I use that, that phrase very loosely when tackling, but <laughs> it's cool. It's more it's more good just to get out here and interact with the fans. Yeah, that's what it's for is for the fans. They don't need helmets and to play two hand touch, just just pull flags and one of our callers brought up an excellent point he said watching these guys the the nfl players just play flag football is a good message for for younger people and their families who might look at the nfl as being too aggressive you know maybe parents will take a look and go you know what i'll let my kids play that and it's a good idea from the nfl so so good on the league i actually have to commend them on something positive that they did so we talked about the Pro Bowl. Uh, we talked about Kyrie Irving and, and being traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Brooklyn Nets played the Clippers tonight. They lost. And now we just got to wait for Kyrie and Doncic to put up, you know, 60 shots a night and go absolutely nowhere. And so LeBron James is feeling left out. Uh, Kevin Durant, we don't know how he feels. I think he told us prior to the season when he wanted to be traded. And then Jacques Vaughn of the Brooklyn Nets is pretty much left just holding the bags. And so tonight, before the Brooklyn Nets lost, Jacques Vaughn was asked about Kyrie. He was asked about uh, Kevin Durant. And the fact that he says nothing says a lot to me. Jacques Vaughn, just when it comes down to the Kyrie era Irving in Brooklyn, Jacques Vaughn was just like, uh, I ain't going to get into it, but I think Kyrie's a nice guy. Listen. I look at it from a, a personal perspective uh, because I can't get in the mind of other people. Uh, my interactions with, with Kai have always been positive. I enjoyed coaching him. 
I want him to succeed. Uh, I'll keep it that simple. Tell me how you really feel without saying nothing. How, how, what about him as a basketball player in Brooklyn? Can, can you talk about that? You can't because you, you tell the truth. And the truth hurts and the truth makes him sound like a, a jackass, which he was. It's just what it is. And then last hour, we went to another coach. Uh, we, we talked about Sean Payton briefly right before the break. Sean Payton had his press conference with the Denver Broncos today. And he just, well, finally, obviously, a, a one-year retirement. I think he just took a break. And I just found it absolutely hilarious that Sean Payton has his new job. And, you know, he can't be honest and say, yeah, one of the big reasons I took the gig was for money. Listen to Sean Payton explain his new job, coaching the Broncos. Throughout the process of interviewing, it still came back to that triangle of front office ownership and then passionate fan base. Okay, sure. And of course, those all factor in. Nobody wants to go coach a football team that no one wants to show up at. Nobody wants to go coach for an owner who's just a bum like Daniel Snyder. Sorry, Ron Rivera. And so everything he said is true. It's just always funny to me how people can never tell the full truth. And that's not a, it's not a knock on Sean Payton. It's just that, you know, so much of the commentary that we receive from press conferences are just, just absolutely nutty. They're canned crap. It's like, tell me something I don't already know without feeding me the same things. And in, in football, things tend to be just just real scripted and canned and, and orchestrated and ran through publicists and press. And these are the type of questions you should be expected. There's an art to saying a whole lot, but saying nothing. We have quite a few in the world of sports who have, uh, they've mastered that art. And ironically, Sean Payton is coaching uh, one of those individuals now and Russell Wilson. Uh, real interested to see how this works out for the Denver Broncos. Uh, we have some callers on the line, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's get to some of your calls. And then, speaking of individuals saying a whole lot of nothing, this is one of the few nights in the NFL where the two best teams – that are getting ready to compete at the Super Bowl, they actually loosen up. They liven up. They become the life of the party, and they have a little bit of fun before it gets directly back to business. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to tell you about NFL opening night and my experience momentarily. Let's go ahead and hit the phone lines. Let's go to New Orleans. Let's talk to Tommy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, where you at, my brother? How you, I hope you're enjoying uh, the Super Bowl out there in Arizona, man. Um, Thank you. Listen, uh, I, I know you just said he wasn't a knock against Sean Payton, but Sean, let me tell you something. At the end of the next football season, one man's going to be standing. It's either be Sean Payton or Russell Wilson. And Sean Payton may be the best thing that ever happened to that um, organization. Because okay. if there's anybody who is hold willing. Hold, hold, hold. Hey, hey, Shep. We already had a conversation with Tommy. I'll have it again. No, do I suck? No, I was going to say. Maybe it's because I'm in Arizona. No, do no, I no, suck? no, no. That was not Tommy's initial. Tommy's called enough. Tom, that was Tommy's initial 
uh, sound. I told Tommy, step away, take yourself off speaker, get to a different spot. He did that, and then it ended up happening again. Oh, I'm just like, did I get abducted by aliens? Oh, you were not uh, subjected to the vortex, no. Did I get out of the the weather balloon? It was, Shep, it was a weather balloon. You knew that, right? Oh, I did, yeah. It was a weather balloon that floated. How many miles did it float? Was it 8,000 miles? 10,000 miles? 12,000 miles? That's a hell of, how does a weather, what type of civilian weather balloon floats that, that that's a long ass way, Shep. I'd agree. Yeah, now it's gone, it's in the ocean, they picked it up. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS, Lucius is calling from California. Hey, Lucius, you're on CBS Sports Radio, what's going on? Hey, JR, how you doing, man? I'm good, man, I, I owe you an email, I'm very busy, okay? Oh, yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, no, I had an opinion on? on why the Eagles will win the Super Bowl, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are. So, okay. first off with the Eagles O-line, I think given how well they played against San Francisco, they'll match up very well against Kansas City's pass rush, and that'll give Hurts the ability to be a threat with his legs and arm. And then with the Chiefs O-line, I think the only way they'll be effective um, – or with the Chiefs offensively, the only way they'll be effective is by establishing a run game. I just don't think that's in their game plan. So if they aren't able to run the ball, I think Philadelphia will be able to play two or three safeties deep in the secondary and eliminate Mahomes' deep ball. So at the end of the day, I think Mahomes is the better quarterback. I think he's the best player on the planet, but I, um, Philadelphia will match up better against Kansas City just because they're the more – complete team so what are your what are your thoughts on that well i'm I, 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 are you are you john madden reincarnated i mean <laughs> you know john madden no. bro. You, you know john madden you, you play madden uh yeah a little bit oh it's it sounds like it i agree uh, well i'm not gonna just tell you everything Everything that I think about the game. We got a few days to get there. But I I agree with you that Patrick Mahomes is is the better quarterback between he and Jalen Hurts. And a big part of that is because we've seen Patrick Mahomes. We've seen him win a championship. We've seen what he can do year after year. We've seen him go to five consecutive AFC championship games. And so it's just a matter of, of whether or not the Philadelphia Eagles and their defense can fully intimidate Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it hasn't been yeah. talked about as much because it's now two weeks removed. He did suffer a high ankle sprain. And I think a lot of us would be remiss to think that if he is not hit at the right time in the right spot, that he doesn't just start limping around out there. Is it going to take in the third quarter, the fourth quarter? I have no idea. Uh, but it, it's going to yeah. be an interesting matchup, Lucius. We're we going to talk about it more as the week goes on, okay? Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. All the time. I'll be giving you an email. Stay tuned. 855-212-4CBS. Andy is calling from Illinois. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Andy? Um, Your story reminded me when you were talking about Sean Payton taking the uh, Denver job. And uh, it just reminded me of the old Simpsons episode where Bart talks to Krusty the Clown as to why he sold out. And Krusty tells him, they just gave me a semi-load of money. How was I supposed to say no? <laughs> you know what, Andy? I don't know what this means for myself in life. 
but I know exactly what you're referring to. I remember that episode. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's you know, just just you know, just just suck it up and be honest about it and say, you know, they offered they offered me so much money, I'd have been an idiot to say no. Right, right. Well, I haven't seen an episode of The Simpsons in maybe I don't know, like twenty years. Are, you still watch The Simpsons? Uh, seldom. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. The Simpsons still come on every damn Sunday, and I'm having a well, not a difficult time. I'm not running around taking a poll. I, I, anyone I ever has, I don't hear anybody talk about The Simpsons, man. They still on They're- TV. That's what I'm saying. If they do, it's all the old episodes. It's nothing no. current. No, there's new every Sunday. Like there's new episodes on Sundays. Yeah. Well, I, you could fool me. So. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> they Simpsons used to come on television more than anything, but people got so. Oh, and and re, rerun five days a week too. Yeah, I know. But now people got Netflix and all this other stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. But thank you. Andy. You can't can't mess with the classics though. That was just the best. That's that's when I, when somebody says you know something like that, I just think of that, and it's like, well, let's just be honest and admit it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes people are brutally honest. They thank you, Andy, for calling from Illinois. You know, as we talk about rich owners, it's it's kind of in the same lane. Steve Cohen, who is the new owner of the New York Mets, I say new. Uh, he took the team over late 2020, and he's just bending out the ass he's he's still approaching uh, almost half a billion dollars in salary when you think about luxury tax and he was interviewed by ESPN over the weekend and Steve Cohen said listen I'm I'm playing by the rules like I don't I don't care how much I spend and I don't care if you have other cheap ass owners who don't want to spend or invest in their own franchises maybe you should take that up with those individual owners as opposed to taking that up with me. And, well, we'll be more direct. I appreciate that. Steve Cohen is not over here trying to toe-step and line-step around anybody's feelings. He's telling the truth. He could have said, hey, I'm just playing by the rules. Oh, no, he, 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 he went further. He said, talk to those owners about it. He didn't use my words, talk to them cheap-ass owners, but he could have. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Oh, Tommy's back. Maybe we could hear him. Go ahead, Tommy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, are you still in Arizona at the Super Bowl? You heard me Hello? say I am. I didn't I didn't leave in the past, like, 30 minutes. No, no, no. I, no it was, I, that was on my end, brother. I'm just making sure I was talking to the right person. Hey, uh, okay. look, um, I know you said this in the thing against Sean Payton and everything like that, but it it it, it, it makes my skin crawl a little when, when callers call up and say, you know, comparing with like Krusty the Clown and he's just taking the job. No, he was offered the job that he was – and then he took. He, he took the job that he was offered, and he was offered the job for a reason. Um, and, you know – to include him in the same conversation as Kyrie Irving, who lost me with the whole, uh, I don't know, was it the, whoa, 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 the, whoa, the, whoa, the denial of the, the Holocaust? Well, Tommy, thing? well, I mean, don't say anything. Stop. Please. I want to help you out here. I want to, I really do. Did you have a bad day today? 
No, actually, I had a pretty good day today. So, so listen, I'm glad. So that we're on we're on a good foot. Okay. Don't take things so damn seriously. Relax. Okay. Right. Let's let's slow yeah. down. I, I said this. Me, Jr. This is a big overall. This is this is an umbrella of a statement. Okay. In the world of sports. We have multiple individuals over the past 24 to 48 hours who are going through periods of change. Kyrie Irving is changing teams. Tom Brady addressed his new change moving into broadcasting. Someone else who is going through a period of change is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. I got to be clear with you. There is nothing that I said that ties together or marries Sean Payton as a human being and Kyrie Irving as a human being outside of they are two humans in the world of sports who are moving into new places. Does that make sense to you? Yes, sir. Okay, so no, fine. JR, I misunderstood. You did. Well, thank you. Well, listen, thank you. Please listen. The other element, and this is when I tell you, don't take things so damn seriously. We had a caller call up and make a Simpsons joke about Krusty the Clown, and you're saying it makes your skin crawl. Nobody is taking away from what Sean Payton has accomplished as a head coach. We're just having fun at the fact that these dudes sit down and they sit in front of the media, and a lot of their responses are typically canned and rehearsed. I can tell you that because I know a lot of the publicists who sit in the back room before the press conference and tell them, this is what you should say, this is what you're being asked. And so I hear you, Tommy, but it's not that serious. JR, I understand, and in fact, um, uh, true life thing, I'm, I'm leaving uh, New Orleans tomorrow to go on an interview, an in-person interview in, uh, in Florida, in Oklahoma County, and I'm going to tell them exactly everything they want to hear <laughs> so I can get Good. the job. So you know it. So go get right. the money like Sean Payton. I hope you get the job, okay, Tommy? I do. And JR, one more thing, man. Let me yes. tell you. At the, at, the, at the end of the season next year, the football season, there's going to be one man standing in Denver, and it's either going to be Sean Payton or Russell Wilson. My money's on Payton because Payton's the only guy who ever took Goodell to task, and God bless Greg Williams, you know, fell on the sword and whatever. He'll never coach right. again. But okay. I'm, mark my words, Sean Payton's going to be standing at the end okay. of the season. Well, JR, thank, you, thank you for my, for taking my call, man. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome, man. Good luck. with Go get that money, okay? All right, brother. Later. No doubt. Thank you. Damn. I hope while he's in that interview, he takes the time to actually listen. Otherwise, he's not going to get the job. Yeah, You can tell them what they want to hear, but are you going to listen enough to respond? I like Tommy from New Orleans. I'm not someone who, you know, sits around and has a cigarette, but after talking to him, I need a cigarette. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to pretend to smoke a cigarette, not in the studio. Of course, that's dangerous. And when we come back, we're going to talk about NFL opening night. I'm going to get some more of your calls. We're busy. And, yes, I'm still here in Phoenix. I didn't go anywhere in the past five minutes. 
Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love you, brother. Happy birthday, and uh, God bless you, man. I love oh, you. JR. I love you, man. Too, you, ba- hey, man, you make yeah. my night, JR. You make my freaking night, dude. You don't even know. Oh, thank you, know. Kevin. I love I you, bro. It. I love you, too. Not in that way. If I go missing, we know who did it, okay? We know who did it. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, I love everybody. I do. I love everybody. Even the people who don't listen to me when I speak and then tell me what I said and have a problem with me because of something that didn't even come out of my damn mouth. Anyway, I'm happy to be here. And I don't know, maybe I, I, I touched a nerve here over the past, I don't know, five to ten minutes. Uh, there's, there's a ton of people here. I don't know if they want to yell at me. I don't know if they want to give me a hug. I, I have no idea. And so I'm going to take these phone calls. I'm going to tell you about Super Bowl opening night, how I met a big bird. No, that's, that's not appropriate. I think the bird would fight me if I said that. I met the Philadelphia Eagles bird, the mascot. I met him. Whatever his name is, I met him tonight. He's a cool guy. We took a photo and everything. It's on, it's on my, my, my Twitter, at JR Sport Brief. Go look at me and the big bird. Or the Big Eagle. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Chad is calling from Charlotte. What's up, Chad? You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, JR? How are you? I'm doing well, man. I hope you are. I am. Hey, listen, man. I only got a couple things. I'm not trying to take up too much of nobody's time. I'm sure that everybody else has got more important things to say. But you and Shep. Two of the coolest, calmest cast on sports radio, my man. I appreciate you and him, what you guys do. And I just had to call in to let you know. I hope you're still in Arizona. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I was um, in Arizona the last break, but I've magically transported <laughs> back to Georgia in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Thank I you, you a bad, You're a bad man, JR. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. We appreciate you. What's up? No problem, man. Y'all have a good one. Let's go, Eagles. Okay, there we go. Well, that was nice. Hey, Shep, I thought these people were going to yell at me. Well, he wanted to talk Eagles, and then he became complimentary. So, Chad, we, uh, we very much appreciate that, man. Thank what you, What the hell sir. is that big bird's name? We still don't know what that bird's name is, do we? I'm going to get you. You know how fast I'm, I'm going to get an email and a text by anybody any minute now telling me. It, oh, my God. Oh my Philadelphia God. fighter? No, his name is Swoop, okay? His Cheryl? name is Swoop. Who, what? You said Swoop, I said Cheryl. No, not Cheryl, not Cheryl Swoops. <laughs> no, he, his name is just, just Swoop. He, I, I don't know what his jump shot looks like, but uh, he got them big, he, I don't know what you call it, they paw, they're not paws, birds don't have paws. He got them big wings, man, he just, I don't think he could grab a basketball. 
Anyway, he's a nice guy. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Yes, is calling from Wisconsin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, hey, what's up, JR? What's going on? Well, I um, I mean, I guess I'm going to quiz you. I know this is rude, but what what do you call the team from Cincinnati? The football team. The team, the football team? Is it yeah. the you, you want me to call them the Bungles or the Bengals? The the Bengals. Yeah, I it drives me crazy when people call them the Bengals when I'm hearing them on you know, NBC's Sunday Night Football and Chris Sims. I love Chris Sims, but he calls them the Bengals every single time. It's one of those things that really, like, gets up in my gears. So, what is it? I mean, That's the name of the team. What, what do you want? No, they're not the Bengals, right? It's like, you know, bing, bang, bong, right? It's not bing, bang, bong, Bengals, right? You have, you have OCD? You okay? Um... I mean, maybe I'm a Midwesterner that thinks my accent should be predominant, but like. So what do you what do you call what do you call the team? What do you call? I call them the the Bengals, not the Bengals, not the Bengals, right? So many people call them the Bengals, like it's like the Microsoft search engine Bing. I'm like, no, that's not that. That drives me nuts, Jr. What else drives you nuts? Tell us. Um. Probably people tailgating me. Uh, Are you I break a crappy driver? Do you tailgating suck? me. No, I drive like safe. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not trying to race to a stoplight and then slam my brakes. So like when people are all up on me when we're going down a hill and the lights red in front of me, like that kind of stuff bothers me. Yeah. Okay. I know this isn't very sportsy. Do you think uh? You think Kyrie and Luca can play off ball together? Well, no. One will play yeah. off ball primarily, and that will be Kyrie Irving. He will certainly right? have his chances and his opportunities to dribble the hell out of the ball and get shots. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be some two man with the other three guys out there, whoever they happen to be. Oh, I hope so. I heard so many people say playing ball with Luca is kind of boring, and I feel like well, Kyrie might not. Stick around for boring. I got a question for you, Yaz. Yeah, go ahead. Who's been Luca's best teammate far and away? Has who's been his best teammate in his career? Oh, you got me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Are you gonna tell me it's Spencer? Is it Spencer Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie? Is it Tim... <laughs> yeah. Is it Hardaway? Is it Porzingis? Like ah, uh, Porzingis. Uh... And they hated each other because Porzingis yeah. is like the guy didn't pass me the ball. Right, right. And if he did, he wanted the ball right back after I opened up the lane. <laughs> yeah. Like, Luca is a – this is going to be funny. It's going to be very entertaining. And so, yes, yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about people's pronunciation of the Bengals. Just watch the Bengals. No, no, it's not the Bengals. Come on, JR. It's the Bengals. We're not from – I didn't lose my khakis and, uh, you know <laughs> – you better watch your mouth. You get a whole <laughs> yeah, people, I know. people up in New England to come to Wisconsin and whoop your ass. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, they will, yes. Yes has problems. Hey, Marco Belletti, how many problems does that guy have? Uh, probably more than we need to, you know, go into. That's a shame. He a, yeah, he got a lot. Poor guy. You know what? 
I need another break. I need another cigarette break for an imaginary cigarette that I will not have. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR, man? I, I listen to your show every night, man. I, I tell you what, man, you miss your calling, bro. You miss your calling as a comedian. You are a funny dude, man. Not that I, I don't mean that, no disrespect, but you are truly funny. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Man, some of the things that we get from some of the athletes that we watch just never ceases to amaze me. One of those things happens to be Clay Thompson. I am never shocked or surprised, even coming off of his injuries. Yes, injuries, as plural, back-to-back seasons, knee, Achilles, when he goes out there and does something amazing. And I think we have seen over the past month and a half, he has really started to round into form tonight obviously with no Steph Curry he's going to be out through the all-star break uh, with a knee injury looks like there's some ligament damage in his knee after bumping knees Uh, it's Klay Thompson's show right now and so tonight the Golden State Warriors they beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 141 to 114 Klay Thompson was impossible tonight he finished the game with 42 points He knocked down 12 three-pointers. He missed four of them. He was 12 of 16 from downtown. a matter of fact, I want you to hear his 12th three on the Warriors radio network. Make them earn what they get. Limit free throws. Limit turnovers that turn into easy buckets. 120 to 99. 22, 23. Clay Thompson takes it, hits another three. That's his 12th. He's two away from tying his own record. Yeah, Clay Thompson knocking down a record 14 threes back in 2018. Uh, he was two away from that. They didn't need to run him into the ground. Clay Thompson played 33 minutes tonight. He was 15 of 22 from the field. Yeah, all of his shots were threes except for six of them. He didn't go to the free throw line one time. And I'm sure we have uh, another another performance or at least something similar or close uh, coming up until we get Steph Curry back as Klay Thompson looks to be healthy, is back in the swing of things conditioning-wise, and is putting up points. Yeah, we're a long way away from uh, Charles Barkley saying that he looks like he was basically cooked. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Jeffrey. He's calling from Pittsburgh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How's it going, JR? It's going very well, man. What's up? Well, I wanted to talk about Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks, but I've been on hold so long. Is it all right if I talk about my Pirates? You're kidding me, right? Oh, I'm dead serious, Jr. I'm a Pittsburgher through and through. I love pierogies, the pirates, and petite women. Okay, well, how about this? 
give me your thought on whatever you had planned to tell me about Kyrie, and then go ahead about the Pirates quickly. Well, first of all, I think the Mavs got swindled. Mark Cuban flat out got swindled, and I think he should bring his Texas self up to Pittsburgh and buy the Pirates and spend some real money into this ball club. Okay. Okay, so you want to replace Bob Nutter with Mark Cuban? Damn right. Okay. All right. Is is, is that all? Anything else? O'Neill Cruz, maybe for MVP, JR. I, I don't know, but I got a lot of faith in this ball club coming up. Okay. Well, I, I hope things work out for him. Named, well, O'Neill named after the great Paul O'Neill. And so I, I hope for all my friends in Pittsburgh that things can turn around. Hey, shout-outs to everybody at, at Point Park University. Always a pleasure talking to my folks here. Hey, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, Pioneer. Okay. Yeah, wow. How about that? We got a caller about the Orioles and the Pirates in one night. I wonder what team just just randomly pops up next. Everybody's already set for spring training, I guess. Right, here we go. Mark is calling from San Diego. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Mark? Evening. JR, why, did, why does Dallas hate <clears throat> Luka Doncic so much? <laughs> You're saying they're punishing him, huh? God, I mean, instead of giving him a team, they, they gave him a, a name and and the reason why I'm pissed off at Dallas is because I want Luca to have a good team around him. And partly because I don't like Luka Doncic. I mean, he's not a bad guy or anything like that, but there's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. But he's freaking brilliant on the court. And, you know, here comes this pudgy guy. When I say pudgy by NBA standards, he comes down the lane and you cannot stop him. And when my team... Lakers, who aren't going to make the finals for God knows how long. When my team isn't in it, I want I want to root against the villain as much as I want to root for my heroes, and I want Luka Doncic to be on a great freaking team. And I think Dallas gave away way too much to get one player who's going to bite them in the ass when they could have used all of that draft capital to build a team around Luca, and I want Luca to continue to be great. Even though well, sometimes I think yeah. I think the Dallas Mavericks. This is this is I, I understand why they brought him in. Something I'm not going to say that I, you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree with it, but I understand it. Sometimes you have to make a move just to look like you did something. It's like someone who is uh, one of your coworkers who sits around and, and you know that the coworker is lazy. You know that they're mm-hmm. a bum. But every now and then they look like they're doing something when the boss comes around just so they can say, yeah, yeah, I was active, I was busy. The, the Dallas Mavericks have been like on a treadmill here with Luka. We know he needs help. They try to get him help with Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Porzingis could not right. stand playing with the man. And now he's gone. They bring in someone like Kyrie Irving. Why? Because he's a tremendous scorer. He's going to be out there, and he will play basketball. Now, 
if it doesn't work, they're going to have cap space. And I guess they'll try to bring somebody else in from there. And so you can't just you can't just keep things going the way that they've been going because Luca will get to the end of the year and he goes, what did y'all do to help me? And if the Mavericks say, well, uh, we, we try to hopefully turn things around with who you had, he go, that's stupid. At the end of the season, win, lose, or draw, the Dallas Mavericks can say, hey, man, we got you that guy, and we know he's, he's one of the best. We tried, and now we have this plan. So is it going to work? I don't think so. No. <laughs> but you got to do something, hey. man. Got to do something. Okay, Thank I hear you. Thank you, Mark, for calling from San Diego. You got to attempt something, right? Kevin's here from Louisville. What the I'm heck sorry, Jerry. I'm on. Yeah, what, what happened to you? Well, I had you on speaker, and I, you know, put you on live, so. Well, thank you. That would be the kiss of death, Kevin. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, Cindy and I are not getting divorced. We're not playing the Super Bowl, so that's good. Wait, wait, you wait, know, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, you're divorcing your wife? Well, the Bengals would have played the Niners. It might have been, but we're not. So okay, it's good. All good. I'm happy. It's yeah. all good. My daughter came over and fixed homemade. Do you like homemade chicken pot pie in a Pyrex? That's what homemade she Homemade chicken pot pie in a Pyrex. No, I know it about was, other things in a Pyrex, but not chicken pot pie. It was a bomb. Good. Anyway. Okay. Um uh, yeah. Okay. What happened? It was bomb, so we, you know, did our thing, and uh, sure we're not going to fight, so we're good. And uh, by the way, out there, bingo fan, they're called the Bengals because we own them. <laughs> the Niners do. I think it's going to be a spanking in the Super Bowl. Oh, really do. The Eagles going to spank. They're going to spank the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. The Eagles are. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know why? I told Scotty tonight, I said, Scotty, you're an Eagles fan. All you got to do is let Kelsey get his, and everybody else will be locked down. That's my thought on the Super Bowl. I think that spread should be bigger, but it's not because of the Super Bowl. You're out there in Arizona. Really, dude? (laughs) You're loving life. I love you, Jr. Where, where, where the hell else am I supposed to be? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Sheesh! Damn, Kevin, he's talking about it. That's too light, man. You can't be that light on a Monday night. Hey, Shep, I told you about. I don't know, 90 seconds ago, Shop, I said. I said, help. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, but I, I, I thought that was more rhetorical than anything else. I should have picked like, up on that a little bit better. I apologize. To, he started talking to me about chicken. You ever had, well, you don't, you, you vegetarian, right? Yes, sir. What is a replacement for chicken and vegetables? It doesn't exist. Uh, it doesn't exist. I mean, there's veggie burgers. There's Beyond Burgers. Which yeah. are really good, by the way. When you when you come to Georgia, well, you have it in New York now. You got to go to Slutty Vegan. What's what? You it's a rust. It's called Slutty Vegan. Oh God, 
Talk about no, no, tacky. it's amazing. I know the lady. I've I've met her, Pinky. Her name is Pinky Cole. Okay. And and she went to college in Atlanta, and and she actually uh, is is from New York, I believe. And she has one of the biggest growing restaurant brands in America. And the food is the food is amazing. Slutty vegan. Is her real name Pinky, or is that like a a bet that she lost and got stuck with it? Don't get hit. Don't listen. Don't don't get smacked by Pinky. Her husband to get you too. Be relaxed. Uh, oh, is that if, if, if that is her true birth uh, name? Then I apologize. No, don't worry about her birth name. I'm got trying it. to tell you about the food. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's amazing. Like you, you're a vegetarian. You'd love slutty vegan. The burgers, they got one in Brooklyn now. I just can't get myself to say I, I, I love anything slutty. I just can't. I can't get my mouth to say that. I'm sorry. Well, you or my just brain. did. I you just no, did. Well, no. But I prefaced it by saying I can't say that. One of the burgers, my the the, the burger that I like is called the one night stand. Oh Jesus! It is. The burger's called. Hey, we got plenty of people googling slutty vegan right now. I love them. Oh man. Oh. We'll get you. To, you don't have to even come to Atlanta. You can go to Brooklyn and get it. Okay. I. You know what? We, we, you want you want to talk about bigger regrets? I mean. One night stands. My God, I hope I hope everyone listening to this has not had that horrible, horrible, nightmarish experience. Well, the burger tastes good. <laughs> anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about my experience here in Arizona. It's opening night for the Super Bowl. Don't move. 